0: Welcome to the Nole Family Podcast, dedicated to tennis champion Novak Djokovic, also a philanthropist, a humanitarian, and all-around role model and good guy, and also to the Nole Family, the folks all across the world, the Novak Djokovic fans who share his accomplishments on and off the field, uh, sharing those accomplishments on social media and cheering him on to greater heights. Uh, we come to you on a Sunday following a win at Shanghai, and obviously these are great times, as I've mentioned, after the Wimbledon win and U.S. Open, great times for the Nole Family. Uh, Novak's fourth win at Shanghai—that's a record for Shanghai wins. Uh, also, you know, you're seeing a lot of the comments from the the pundits and the broadcasters. That the, the terms you hear most frequently are "dialed in." It just looks like Novak is so focused, he's so clean, he's so hitting the ball so crisply. He's so confident right now. And with what we've experienced the last couple of years as Novak fans, uh, certainly great to see him in this kind of form. He really is impressive. Uh, another term you're hearing quite often is the, the term masterclass, and I think that term was most frequently used with the Alex Varev win in the semifinals, but uh, he is really showing other players how it, how it is done. Um, I do apologize. I didn't have a chance to do more podcasts during the tournament itself, with the, the tournaments being a, a time differential with the U.S. and also being back-to-back on many of the days in the latter rounds. But I thought I'd give you a recap today of Novak's journey through Shanghai and through to a championship. First of all, starting with Jeremy Chardy, uh in the first round, a 6-3, 7-5 win. No surprise here. Novak is uh, 12-0 career against Chardy, uh, 12, 28-0 in set, so he's never dropped a set to this player. But... It's obviously when you get in the early rounds when you've had a little bit of a layoff, and you never, always have to guard against being rusty. I think you, lo- you can look at no further than Marin Cilic and Dominic Team guys who both lost early in this match, in this uh, tournament, and were upset. Novak came up with breaks at 2-2 and at 5-3. Uh, if you look at that match point, you know, in the... It was kind of a typical classic uh, Novak Djokovic, that set point. A defensive shot, a defensive shot on the run, and then finally an unforced error by his opponent. And you see that so often with Novak just making that opponent hit one more shot, one more shot, and finally the pressure gets to the opponent and he makes what you would call, again, an unforced error, but that is really forced by the great shots and the great defensive shots by Novak Djokovic. Um, The second set was on serve all the way through until 6 5. uh, and Novak broke at 6-5 to take that one 7-5 and close out the match. So he had uh, he was three or five converting break points in this match again two in the first set at 2-2 and at 5-3, and also that one break in the second set. Chardy had no break points against Novak, so Novak has been really clean in his serve in this tournament and continues to impress there. Uh, second round, Chechenado, uh, certainly a lot of storylines story here, the most notable being Novak trying to avenge his loss at the French Open earlier in the year. Uh, Novak did admit he had a, a little bit of a case of nerves in this match coming in, uh, understandably. Um, he did note also prior to this match that he's a different player than the one who lost to Chechenado at the French Open. And I think after that bagel in the second set, Chechenato would certainly agree that he is a different player then he faced a Novak at the French Open. Again, in this match, it seems like a broken record. We continue to say these same themes, but his defense was so intense. He was hitting his corners, really frustrating his opponents. Just no, no way to get on the offensive, but the way the Novak was hitting the ball. Um, you, know, you can remember back in the U.S. Open when he played John Millman, Millman referred to Novak as a wall. It just feels like you're playing against a wall. It just seems like everything you hit seems to come back at you. And you can sense, you know, Melman has a way of staying very upbeat about it, but you could sense with Cechinato just the frustration as you continue to get those balls hit back in his direction. You have to hit so many great, perfect shots to win a point against him. And when those shots just keep coming back, it just seems so futile after a while. And you could sense the frustration. And again, I mentioned the serve. There was one point in this match where Novak had consecutive aces, one to the inside down the tee, and one to the wide side right after it. It just it keeps your opponents guessing. And he just continues to hit his spots. Even though Novak is not known as one of the strongest servers in terms of the speed of his the velocity of his serve, he hits his spots so well and keeps his opponents guessing and so frustrated. So, again, through, through to that match, uh, uh, he would face Kevin Anderson in the next match. And a lot of interesting history with Kevin Anderson, of course. Uh, Anderson uh, beat Sisypas to get here a 6 4 7 6. That was his first win in his third try against Sisypas. Of course, uh, Paz had knocked off Anderson and Djokovic both on his way to the sem- to the finals appearance in uh, in Canada. Um, Anderson, I thought, would be more of a factor at the U.S. Open. Uh, he you know he played in the U.S. Open final last year. He had played in the final against Novak in Wimbledon. and Wimbledon. So I thought he came in here with a lot of momentum and some confidence at the U.S. Open. But he he went he went very deep in some of his early round matches. He went five sets against Harrison in the first round at the U.S. Open, had to come back from a 2-1 deficit. He also went to five sets against Shapovalov, so that may have worn him down some. He lost in straight sets to Dominique Thiem, who was playing very well at the U.S. Open. Um, Of course, these guys played doubles together uh, in Canada at the Rogers Cup. Um, These guys have a lot of respect for each other, of course, and and really fond of the way each other handles themselves both on and off the court. Certainly with uh, with Anderson, a guy with a big serve, you just never know with guys with a big serve. If they come out and they just really get hot one day, they're really hitting a high percentage of serves, sometimes they can come out and just, just dominate when they're really on with their service. But um, if you look at head-to-head, kind of an interesting history also, you know, Anderson won the first meeting with Novak at the Miami in 2008, has not beaten Novak since. Um, Novak did beat uh, Kevin Anderson three times at Wimbledon in route to titles. He beat uh, Anderson in 2011, 2015, and 2018, and, and won the championship in each of those years. And yeah, we know that he they played each other in the finals in 2018, but back in 2015, really an epic match that they played together. Um, Novak coming back from two sets to love. 6-7, uh, 6-7 six, seven, six, seven the first two sets, then won 6-1, six, 6-4 six, the next two sets. That match was suspended due to darkness. Novak had to come back and win that fifth set uh, the next day. he They were on serve, five all in that final uh, set, and Novak finally broke uh, to get to 5-6 and served out that match at 7-5 in the fifth. Um, and again, Novak mentioned uh, Anderson's at points, and sometimes in that match he felt like he was just helpless against his serve. Again, that's kind of the nature of these guys with the big serve. But those numbers in a five-set match kind of even out at times, and uh, Novak mentioned Anderson. Well, uh, Novak mentioned he was struggling early with the serve against Anderson. But Anderson, I believe, had two double faults in that break in the fifth set, that crucial break in the fifth set. Um so coming into this again, a lot of great history, a guy with a lot of potential. Um, they were on serve through the first set. Novak pressed Kevin Anderson a little bit um, in the first mat, first set he had some opportunities maybe to get through and have a break. He didn't have a lot of break points, but he brought him to deuce a number of occasions, but they were able to stay on serve all throughout this match this first set um, and in, in, when it was five six Novak serving to extend this set and bring it into a tie break. Uh, Kevin did have a break point in this one at uh, advantage Anderson. And from that point, uh, Novak won three consecutive points to make it six all and force that tie break. So three straight points to end that game to get to the tie break. And then of course, Novak was dominant in the tiebreaker, wins it seven one in the tie break. Really outstanding play in the tiebreaker. So Novak at the end of this set, a really an amazing stretch of points. Novak won 10 of the last 11 points at the end of that first set to close it out. And then going on to the second set, he got an early break. He wins his serve at Love to go to 1-0. He breaks Kevin Anderson at 15 to go up 2-0 and get that early break. And then he serves out at 15 in the third game to go up 3-0. So he wins 12 of the first 14 points, or 12 and 2 over that stretch in the early part of the second set. So if you combine those two, the end of that first set and the beginning of that second set, Novak won an incredible 22 out of 25 points. And with Novak serving so well, again, once you get those breaks, he gets those breaks against you when he's serving that well. Very discouraging for his opponents, and that was the case here. Novak just held on from there and, and closed out the set. Um, Novak, first serve is 72%. He won 85% of those first serves that he that he got in. He also won 62% of his second serves. Um, Novak had an advantage of 23% to 15% on first serve returns one. So he won 23% of the first serves that that, uh, Kevin Anderson got in. And particularly on the second serve returns one, uh, Novak won 62% of those points when he got uh, Kevin's second serve in. And Kevin only 39% of his. So um, very impressive there. Again, once you get a break up when Novak is serving this well, very difficult. Uh, Alex Verov in the next round, 6-2, 6-1. Kind of an easy match for Novak. Uh, Zverev really got his emotions got the best of him. He had played very well coming into this match against Novak, but did not play his best here. Um, Zverev, Zverev has a way of get, you know letting those those down those uh, discouraging points in a match really get to him um, and shows his emotions. He broke a racket, had a warning for you know a code violation there as well. But he played very well coming in. Novak it was two two in the first set. Novak breaks to get to three two. Um, it was double set point at fifteen forty for Novak. Um, He had a tremendous one of those Novak defensive lobs that just hits right on the baseline and and Zverev has to go back and chase chase it down, tries to hit an overhead off of that and nets the overhead so it looked like an easy shot but again it's just Novak keeping him playing the point and eventually winning. In the second set it was 1-1 and then Novak reels off five consecutive points. Um, a couple things here. There was a point in this match where um, where Zverev, you know, he got crossed up his footwork. And no- Novak hit a return of serve that kind of surprised Zverev, and he got crossed up, couldn't change direction. And it's just funny how many times that Novak hits a return and catches guys off guard. You would think at this point, as good as his return of serve is, that these guys would expect it to always come back. But sometimes, so many times, they hit a, such a great first serve... And, and don't expect Novak to hit it back. And when he does, it just catches them off guard and they can't get to the return. It's, a, it's amazing uh, how often he can catch them off guard as good as his return is. Again, the term masterclass is one that you heard very often with this match. And then, of course, with Borna uh, Church in the finals, um, this guy played very well. And played very well coming in here. Of course, beat uh, Roger Federer coming in. And played very well against Novak, I thought. If you watch the highlights of the replay of this, I think he played very well. Um, I think serving at, uh, serving at 2 3, George trying to hold. He got down uh, love 30, got back up ahead 40 30, but um, Novak got a beautiful slice backhand volley to get this back to Deuce. And then with a break point, again, an unforced error for, for George to take it to 4 2. And then, um, you know, next, Novak serving 4 2, a nice volley at Deuce to stay on top of that game. And then at 5 3, Novak serves. Uh, at Love to close this one out. Again, very strong on his serve in the first set here. Going to the second set, Novak gets the very early break. Again, Chorich, uh 30-40, misses a forehand volley. Um, again, he kind of got caught in between the forehand and an overhead, so uh, at that point, Novak's up 2-0. Um, Novak missed some break opportunities to go up 3-0, so he could have really closed this one out or really got, got the upper hand here, but they stayed one break ahead for a long time uh, throughout this second set. Um, Novak serving 3-2, 30-30. A beautiful volley again here. This is kind of one of the, key, the moments, key moments of the match. You know, Novak, it's 30-all, so maybe George feels like he has a, point, a chance to break here. Um, but again, he has one of those beautiful outstretched volleys. He gets the fist pump, gets the crowd going, and he manages to hold that serve and go up 4-2. And then George uh, at 3-5, give him credit. You know, he had 15-40, so it was double break and, and match point, championship point for Novak. Um, you know, Novak missed a, a, an overhead at 30-40. That could have been to close out the match. Uh, looked like kind of an easy uh, shot for him. But uh, Novak, even though he doesn't manage to break there and win on, on a break point, he go, it's it's at four 5-4 five, five, for Novak. He serves out at Love to win that that championship. So uh, Novak gets to Shanghai. Again, closing in the, the end game here really is the, is the chase for number one before the end of the year. And uh, 18 straight match victories for Novak. Um, he did not have to face. Um, he did not have to face a. a, a he didn't get to have a service broken all throughout this championship. So just very impressive. Again, the stats outstanding for Novak in this. He was only 62 percent of his first serves in uh, in this match against uh, Chorich, but he won 91 percent of those points. And on the second serve, he was outstanding as well. 70 percent wins on on the second serve uh, that were in. Um, first serve returns 39 percent um, only nine percent for um, only nine percent for George so you think about that only three of 32 second serves that George was able to get back in did he win those points I mean that's really astounding when you consider that Novak is why not one of those servers who is considered a really high velocity server like an isner or like an Anderson but still only uh, George only able to win three of 32 uh Um, first serve returns that he got back in so it just shows you that how well he places his his shots and how how fantastic his first serve is at hitting his spots when he he keeps his opponents to such a low percentage so it's just you can add all the superlatives it really doesn't capture how well Novak is playing right now whether you talk about you know the footwork has been outstanding that the serve has been right there the confidence for Novak is tremendous um, you look at he's making even difficult shots look so routine and I mentioned this on Twitter but it's just so impressive and you know sometimes he gets caught sh- on the short hop and in the, in the baseline. that's a tough shot to hit. Um, When you're trying to pick those balls right up off your feet and it just seemed like in this tournament He was able to do that so consistently so effortlessly a shot that has such a high degree of difficulty He makes look so routine Um, So all the superlatives I know he doesn't want to compare this to his 2015 runs or 2011 runs This is as well as we've seen Novak play I don't think he can say it any other way and with, again, with with Roger Federer struggling toward the latter half of this year, with uh, Rafa Nadal fighting through some injuries, with Novak really on all kind of momentum to get to that number one spot. Looking ahead, we've got Paris. Uh, Novak is indicating he may play one tune-up before leading up to Paris. We've got London, of course, in November. And the chase to get to number one. And I mentioned this previously as well. You know, Novak, a lot of the... the His place in history is going to be defined by what he can accomplish that other players have not accomplished. Again, if he doesn't get to 20 grand slams and catches Federer, you're going to look at all those other boxes he can check off. Boxes like all nine Masters 1000s. Boxes like holding all the major championships, all the grand slams at one time. Well, Novak has a chance to do something, again, nobody has ever accomplished in the history of the sport, and that is to start the year outside the top 20 and finish number one in the world. So that's another box that Novak can check off if he can get to number one, and we know he's closing in on Rafa right now and has an outstanding chance to do that before the year is out. So kudos again. It looked like Novak had tremendous support. This seems like a tournament where he really had the crowd behind him. He was getting some tremendous support. And thanks again to all the Nole family for sharing that information out there, especially on Twitter, so we can stay up to speed. Again, it's a little bit difficult with the time differentials with these matches, but keeping everyone informed of what's happening, the the post-game match, the interviews, the, the highlights, the 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 love that he has given out to all the fans the the way he is interacting with fans that he certainly appreciates the the support there so thanks to all of you for following again we would appreciate it if you if you enjoy the podcast uh, you give us us uh, some some shares and likes out there on Twitter um, again that's uh, n o l e fam uh, podcast um, that's uh, Uh, on podbean you can follow us there or you can go to twitter and follow that link to the podcast as well so we'd appreciate those likes and shares and follows and certainly as we move on later in the season we'll have some more updates on novak as it continues to chase for tour number one so until then you have a great day